Hey there, I'm Moody Bridge, and you are listening to My Bipolar Universe, where I dive into original poetry I have written while going over some basics of mental health. This week, I'm focusing on the unpredictability that comes with having a mental illness. Usually, I start by explaining mental health and then go into my poetry. But this week, I want to start with a poem that I think describes how it feels to be so unpredictable. I do want to do a trigger warning. There are poems today that touch base on topics such as self-harm and suicide. I am now as predictable as a traffic cone. As semi-trucks on the highway going 20 miles under the speed limit, I am as predictable as fun funny sprinkles all over the cake. They'll definitely stick to the icing. I'm as predictable as a mother crying at childbirth as the wrong key fitting into the right hole. I can be more than just a little confusing. I can be as cold as Judas, as the Friesman, as the heart of Jack Frost. I can be so cold that my eyes no longer blink, for blinking would warm my pupils, and there is no part of my body that yearns to be warm. I am as cold as the reindeer on the night of Christmas, as the freezer that produces too much ice, as Alaskan deep-sea fish. Sometimes I'm so cold I can't imagine a time where I was ever really warm. I can be as confusing as 7th grade geometry, as confusing as Julio's feelings for me. I can be so confusing that math looks at me and goes, I just don't get her. And math teachers say, what don't you get? What didn't you receive? If you don't understand, say, I do not understand. Math looks at me and says, fine, I do not understand. I am as confusing as this scenario where math has a math teacher confusing math. Sometimes I look in the mirror and swear that I am a different person than I was this morning. Sometimes I look at my scars and wonder why I ever stopped. Sometimes I stare at the ground like it has all the answers to all my questions. I want to be like a bird flying south for the winter so understood nobody questions why they do what they do. Yeah, I wake up in the mornings and decide who I will be that day, or at least in that moment, and I pray that it's good enough for the person I was yesterday. A part of mental illness that I find people shy away from talking about is non-lethal ways to self-harm. I struggled with self-harm for years. It was honestly something that once I started, it felt like an addiction that I truly could not stop. In my experience, what self-harm felt to me was explaining on the outside what was going on on the inside. I was someone who grew up always smiling and seemingly happy. And as I entered into one of the most depressive episodes of my life, I felt I couldn't fake smile anymore. And the equivalent to showing sadness was showing it on my skin. I want to be clear, I am in no way endorsing self-harm. But it was something that was a part of my story that I very much still struggle with the urges of today. I had to find alternative ways to let people know I was in pain instead of showing it on my body. I tried working on communication skills for years, trying to let people know how I was feeling so I didn't have to present them with self-harm as a way to communicate. My next poem is about self-harm and the true struggle of how it feels.
It's like the colors of the painting painstakingly fading away. Cuts to scars that don't want to stay. Don't get me wrong, I don't want it that way. If I had a say, they would all stick and stay. My pain was hidden under my skin until I started cutting away. Lines that show God didn't hear me pray, at least not that day. I just wanted to feel something more than a smoker's ashtray. Cigarette after cigarette just throw me away. Judas to Jesus, my mind betrays. Looking at how much my depression weighs. The razor looking at my skin like it was clay. It needed to mold me down, okay? I told you my body was art, like a painting painstakingly fading away. My body on display. How many pennies would you pay to watch me slowly but swiftly fade to gray? The next poem I focus on is a fun poem, which... The reason I've set up the poems in this order this week is because I want to give you guys, as the listeners, a similar feeling I have throughout the day where my moods fluctuate greatly. So I want to do poems I feel entirely deep and take over your mind and then have poems that are chaotic and manic and feeling euphoric. This poem I loved writing and I even more loved performing at open mics because it's just a lot of fun. Um, So I hope you guys enjoy. I wish I was oblivious. I wish I was oblivion. I wish, I wish. I wish the lady at McDonald's drive-thru would give me extra sweet and sour sauce without me asking for it. I wish there wasn't always traffic on Friday afternoons. I wish the man, whoever that is, had to deal with periods. I wish the sky wasn't blue. It's not my favorite color. I wish the sky was magenta and the sun black. I wish I could buy a car. I wish I had money to buy a car. I wish I had money. I wish Dr. Pepper didn't taste so good and stain my teeth. I wish my dad drove a little bit faster so we weren't always late for church. I wish I didn't relate to all of Neil Hilborn's poems. I wish I wrote Neil Hilborn's poems. I wish I was Neil Hilborn. I wish I knew what speed my windshield wiper should be on. I wish I knew why it took him so long to text me back. I wish so badly that I believed in something real. I wish I believed in something more than art and poetry. I wish I wouldn't get depressed for no reason. I wish people knew the difference between sadness and depression. I wish people knew the difference between happiness and mania. I wish I wasn't so goddamn manic all the time. I wish I wasn't so goddamn depressed all the time. I wish I didn't think of myself stuck in one mood all of the time. I wish people wouldn't mock my disability. I wish I thought of myself as a better person. I wish I thought of myself as a person. I wish I didn't pretend to be Lizzie McGuire for a year in the fourth grade. I wish I didn't get bullied for it. I wish I knew I would get bullied for acting like a TV character, though I wish I was a TV character. I wish mothers would stop bringing their sons into women's bathrooms and have them pee all over the toilet seat. I wish I would notice the pee on the toilet seat before I sat down. I wish my skin was like soap so that when it rained... I was always clean. I wish it rained all the time. I wish I could trust the comforters in hotel rooms. I wish I could trust hotels. I wish I could trust people. I wish I could trust. And I really wish I knew why my check engine light was always on. Pennies feed me my wishes in a fountain. I wish I realized wishful thinking doesn't always mean your wishes will come true. The last poem I'll be focusing on really dives into the inner monologues I have daily 
feeling unpredictable, feeling like people don't know what to expect when they see me. Will I be okay? Will I be outgoing and manic and extroverted and loud and excited to be alive? Will I be barely crawling out of bed, answering with mumbles and groans? This poem explores that concept. Enjoy. She wasn't always sad. That was the issue. Bambi sliding on ice in her mind. She was unstable, experimental at best. She ran marathons with jazz fingers and rainbow leggings. She crashed funerals just to witness genuine heartache. She yearned to connect to sad melodies painted on like tattooed teardrops. She connected less with artificial songs of fictional characters. She used to stare off in the distance long enough to make someone wonder what she was thinking about. I often would ask her, what's on your mind? She'd shake her head, unknowing if shaking it would let the ideas fall in the cracks, an intentional earthquake. Other times she was like the prom queen, riding in a limo to the dance. At times, she seemed utterly unprepared for what words exploded from her mouth, a piñata shattering with hundreds of ideas spreading all over her front yard. Too many concepts to know what to do with. Part of her never saw that beauty that life could offer. Yet the other half of her seemed to be convinced life was like singing on stages, constantly performing, but the only audience member that mattered was herself. Shows of outrageous circus acts, breathing fire, running on wire, lost behind the bearded woman. She just never seemed settled. When she was high, holy shit, was life like glittery tie-dye shimmering perfectly. And when she was low, she had reruns of Sarah McLaughlin commercials playing on repeat in the basement of her mind. The broken clock still strikes at bedtime. She slips into bed not knowing if she'll wake up in the morning with manic madness or strung out sadness. She wasn't always sad, but that was the issue. That wraps up the episode on the unpredictability of mental illness. You've been listening to Moody Bridge on my bipolar universe. You can find Moody Bridge on Instagram at Moody Bridge Boutique and on Facebook at Moody Bridge. Have a great week.